John, I'm trying to think of a song. How does mm-hmm. it go? Why mm. do you build me up? Oh, a buttercup. Uh-huh. Just to... Um, just to uh, let, uh, let me down. Yes, yes, that's, that's what it. it is. That was the song <laughs> that was stuck in my head as I watched our angels go down again. <laughs> angels get swept in Texas. John and I are going to talk about all the details. Plus, we're going to ask this question. Is Taylor Ward the next Mike Trout? And we're going to be okay with asking that question. And then John and I are going to put our GM hats on and share how the angels can improve this team. You're locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked on Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We appreciate you making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. For those listening on the audio side, you can rate and review the pod. And if you're watching on the video side, you can subscribe and click the bell on YouTube. And you can be notified every time a new episode hits. What's going on? Thanks for joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. You can always stay connected with us at Lockdown Angels on Twitter. And if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you can reach us at Super Halo Bros. I'm just delaying the inevitable, Mike, that we have to talk about this Texas game, <laughs> this Texas series. Can we get the heck out of Texas, yeah, please? Gosh. I think we should change our handle to the angry Lockdown Angels and the angry Super Halo Bros. I... I I have I have no words, man. I mean, it was last week we were speechless because we were playing so well, and now right. this week we are speechless because being an Angel fan is hell. <laughs> what a different what a difference a week makes, man. Yeah. Speaking of speechless, this was me. All right, Rysel, let's lock it down. Let's go. Oh oh, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably better on the visual side, on the uh, YouTube side. But yeah. I, I'm sure our listeners on the podcast side probably got the point of what I was doing. They could there. feel your emotion and your pain. <laughs> Man, Before I... I could get the sentence out, literally on the couch saying, all right, let's go. We got, the... uh-oh. <laughs> the best thing that you ever sent me was the guy playing the Buttercup song on the piano on TikTok. Yes. And yes. he's sit, he's playing the intro and he's having a great time. And then he gets to the first word, which is, you know, why do you build me up? Except he just goes, <laughs> that's how it felt. Yeah. The Pangels. So, oh, the Pangels. <laughs> the Angels got swept in Texas. Uh, Rysel gave up that home run, the game winning home run. And man, I could you it was a down a low slider and Nathaniel Lowe noted angel killer Nathaniel Lowe only his mom calls him Nathaniel (laughs) hits it out to right field and that's that's the game the first pitch of the bottom of the 10th after we had scratched and clawed our way to take the lead and even got a break by Andrew Velasquez getting home yeah even though Jonah Heim couldn't catch that that ball it was not a great throw from Abanez at third yeah but man, I, I was like, man, it's about time we had a break because this whole series, it felt like we got dinky dude and little <laughs> bloops into the field, like expecting av- expected batting average, like .060 yeah. on stuff. And they're scoring on that. And yeah. So let's, can we get the heck out of Texas, please? <laughs> please get that jet and let's leave. Let's get leave back home. Leave on a jet home. plane, please. I feel like, I feel like today's <laughs> day off is so perfectly timed because mm-hmm. man it just was not it was not going to go our way the only the only thing that i 
feel good about is I can remember when roles were reversed and we're that Texas Rangers team, right? Mm -hmm. And we've got Cole Calhoun in right field and we're thinking, man, we're not going to have a great season. And then we have a series like this against a really good team. Yeah. And so I think that the future for the Rangers probably isn't going to be so hopeful. It might be like a 500 season. Sure. But this could be a catalyst for the Angels to get it together. The, the good news is three and four on the road trip, right? Like they didn't get c- completely demolished on this road trip. Yeah. It's just those last three games. It was like an EKG, right? Heart Attack City. <laughs> I mean, Jared Walsh does hit that home run. He hits two in the game, right? Yeah. And and yeah. talk about being clutch, man. That guy is so good. And when he gets up, I'm really in the lineup. I, I guess, I guess outside of Trout, when he gets up, I'm I'm thrilled because I have yeah. an anticipation that yeah. he's going to do something. Ward's another example, yeah, because mm-hmm. Taylor gets up and he got he got on base in the tenth inning, and it ended up mm-hmm. leading to. Trout getting that little dribbler to third base that scored a run. The problem was yeah. we could we could only score one run, and we right. should have scored at least ghost, one it more. It was the Manfred Ghost Runner too. Yeah, so. we benefited from the thing that is painful, <laughs> right? We we right. don't like what Manfred had set up. So no, not at all. Just a frustrating game. I, I do want to talk about that bottom of the ninth. I actually really like Jose Suarez in that moment. You and like him out of the bullpen? I do like him out of the bullpen because. I think he came in and he he's not thinking about what he's going to do next inning. He's just in that moment. Mm. And that's the Suarez we saw last year before he started again when he was coming out of the bullpen. He was holding leads and holding things together. I know that he was taken out because he walked the bases loaded and then Rysel came in, but I like him in that moment. Yeah, I don't think it was a bad decision to put him in, especially with a tie game. And he's coming back fresh off of his uh, starting in AAA, so... It was, it was good to see him. Him coming out of the bullpen was more out of necessity because who's left, really, right. in this bullpen after this exhausting weekend? Unless you wanted Rysel to get six outs, as he's done before, but I think they're trying to avoid that kind of situation. And so I think that Jose was the, the right call in that spot, and I know Rysel had to come in and bail him out for that last out, but you wouldn't have ex- expected Rysel to come back in for the 10th and do that. I thought it was right. going to be a tricky inning because that runner was on second, but man, just that home run was, oh, that was That's tough. good hitting. It's good hitting, it's right? It's good hitting, yeah. He's coming yeah. and he's attacking, and he knows that Rysel is going to probably give him a strike, maybe even a fastball or something in the zone, and so yeah. it's why he swung and he just made great contact, and you can't, yeah. you can't be upset about that, right? Like, Rysel was coming back in, and usually he's good in those moments, but we've totally. just seen two really bad moments in the last week. I agree, and and even though uh, Shohei had a great game, Shohei went six strong, only gave up the two earned runs, and uh, there no complaints about Shohei Otani in this one. He's had right. t- his struggles in Texas against the Rangers before, even earlier this season, and, and Jonah Heim is just the peskiest pest that there is in the world. <laughs> And the reason why is because he came from the A system. So oh, they're, okay. <laughs> they're still Makes they're still sense. killing us. <laughs> they still find a way to bring us down. He was he was uh, Otani's kryptonite, if you will. He yeah. had three hits and two big RBIs, and it was good to see him miss the play in the bottom of the ninth, and then also get struck out. But yeah. uh, before that, it was just it was frustrating because. He's the one who hit the grand slam off Otani. Yeah. But it was great to see Otani just get through those six innings and pitch really well at the end of the day. Yeah. I I think for Jonah, like, 
he's he just got lucky, right? And and, and he, those swings were just finding. They had eyes. <laughs> those balls mm-hmm. that he hit had eyes, and he found a way to drop it in. And against a pitcher like Shohei Otani, you need to be able to do that. You need a little bit of luck on your side. I mean, the guy the guy threw nine pitches at 100 miles an hour. There was some narrative <laughs> yeah, he did. when he started last week that. Oh, his velocity's down, and something's wrong. Oh, brother! And, right, like, and then he, I think I think I don't know if he reads that right, but here here he is to, last night going, I'm, I'm going to throw this one, and I'm, I'm going to throw this hard. Like, <laughs> but it doesn't even look like he's throwing hard. That's what I love about Shohei is it doesn't look like he's really ringering back. It's the right. same pitching motion whether he's throwing a slider or a fastball, which is why I think he gets a lot of swings and misses. Let's talk about Mike Trout, John. Like yeah. Mike Trout hit a home run in the 11th, and he looks good, man. He looks really, really good. I, I, I can tell that he's feeling good and he's seeing the ball good. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Right, him and Walsh are the things that we're gonna hang on to from this you mean game. He hit his 11th home run in the fourth. What did I say? <laughs> you, you said he hit it in the 11th. If oh. only the game had gone to the 11th. Is well, that you know wishful what? thinking? I'm struggling because I screamed <laughs> twice and now I got something stuck in my throat. And so, <laughs> why don't you take a sip and I'll talk yeah, about wanna, I'll talk about can you just yourself. talk? I'm just frustrated. It, you know, we're we're 24 and 16, one game out of first place. Uh the, it's a day off for the Angels today. So, we're going to go against the A's this weekend. So, there is hope for us to get some wins back after this this rough series against Texas and uh, Bryce Paterik from locked on Rangers promised me that they would handle the Astros for us. And if we beat up on the A's, that'll, that'll help us get back in first place. So I appreciate that Bryce shout out to Bryce over at locked on Rangers. He's a, he's got our back. He he's enjoying the sweep, but he's got our back. (laughs) Let's see if they can handle the Astros while we handle the A's. Can I come back on the show now? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all good over there? Oh man. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't scream. Plus, it's late. So, <laughs> coming up on Locked On Angels, John and I are going to put our GM hats on and tell you what the Angels should do to improve this team. And we have a lot of thoughts about that. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by Built Bar. Our friends at Built Bar sent us a 12-pack of the new Mm. birthday cake puffs. And Mm -hmm. I actually had one during the game because I thought it would bring us luck. And then Walsh hit a home run. And so (laughs) I think think there's a connection between Built Bar and watching a game and your team actually doing well. So Should have had one in the 10th. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I was full. This is why you should buy Built Bars because they're not only – tasty they're good luck and the birthday cake puffs are actually the newest puffs they're covered in 100 white chocolate with added sprinkles and they only have 150 calories six grams of protein nine grams of sugar and we want to thank built bar for sending us those samples and if you want to send us more you can uh they have raspberry and churro flavors and so i think that that would be the next thing that you could send us to the locked on <laughs> angels podcast uh, here's the best news whether it's a puff or a bar built bars are better tasting and they're better for you than any candy bar Every Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate, which means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy what you're eating as well. And all Built Bars have collagen protein. It's a protein that your body absorbs more efficiently and provides a ton of health benefits. So go to Built.com to get the birthday cake puffs or your favorite Built Bar or maybe a box of 12 Built Bars. And you can use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off at built.com today.
Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Now, for your next listen, we encourage you to check out the Lockdown Now podcast. You're going to get all the MLB recaps from our local experts here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're taking fans through the season like no other network, and it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, John, when we first started Lockdown Angels, we had a segment where we looked at all of those players that everybody said was better than Mike Trout. <laughs> That's the voice. That's how We're they bringing it, it back. I had to be yep. careful because I don't want to cough again. But uh, <laughs> when we talk about Mike Trout, there is somebody that actually at this point is comparable to the GOAT. And mm-hmm. his name is Taylor Ward, John. He plays yeah, right is. field for us. And he has just had an incredible start to this season. You mm-hmm. already mentioned how good he was last night in that game. And so let's ask this question. Why is he good? Why don't you start us? I think when Taylor Ward was called up, drafted as a catcher. Yep. Then they tried him at third base. Then they put him back at catcher, I think, for a little while. Yeah. And then they put him in the outfield. And now that he's finally got a position that he knows he's going to be playing every day, he's he's had the time to focus on the hitting side of things. Yeah. And so I think that that is why we have started to see Taylor Ward come around this season. We saw flashes of it last year when he played in the outfield for us. Right. But man, to to be the guy and be the guy that they let Justin Upton go so that Taylor Ward could play every single day. Yeah. I think that really encouraged him, caused him to step up, and I think that he's very excited to be in the position that he's in. So that is an observer's point of view, yes. a, a fan's point of view from what I've noticed and what I can put together. But what's another reason, Mike, that you think that Taylor Ward has had such a great start to this season? I think all Angel fans should go back and YouTube some Taylor Ward at bats from a few years ago, if there are mm-hmm. any on YouTube, because there really wasn't a significant moment in his career, <laughs> right? But you're going to see that he actually has a different batting stance and he's mm. much more relaxed, he's much more upright. Yeah. You, you watch Anthony Rendon, and my daughter Riley was watching the game, and she was like, he, he bats funny, right? He looks like he's sitting in a lazy boy. Yeah. I love it. But I, but I told her, I said, he's just getting relaxed, he's getting set, and then you can see when the ball comes, he gets into his stance. Ward is a little bit more quiet at the plate mm-hmm. when he's standing there, but he does look really relaxed. And then the thing that really has shaped his batting stance is he has quick hands, And he's getting the barrel on the ball. And I think that that's why we're seeing the high batting average and we're seeing the slugging percentage go up. He's got this simple approach and he's hitting the ball to every field. So I've seen a change in his batting stance and that's one of the reasons why I think he's good. He's got another great reason and he mentioned this in an interview a couple of weeks ago. And essentially it kind of makes you think, why doesn't every batter do this? But Taylor Ward takes a countless approach to his at bats meaning he doesn't care what the count is and he's not thinking about oh i bet you he's gonna throw me a slider on this on this three and two count or oh it's it's three and oh he's gonna throw me a fastball he's not thinking that way and he admitted admitted that himself and i thought it was really interesting he says i'm just looking for a pitch that i know i can do something with i Mm. i'm hit i'm looking for something i can hit really well and that seems like such a basic approach. Yeah. But it really makes sense when you think about it because when we're sitting at home watching these games, you hear Mark Gubaza all the time kind of predict what the pitcher's gonna throw because it's based on the count. Yeah. Right. It's based on the balls and strikes. And if Taylor Ward is just sitting on something to hit, that really has changed 
his approach yeah. at the plate. I would call it a very patient approach. Yeah. He's got a on base percentage of 450 plus right now. <laughs> That's good. And every time he's at the plate, it seems like he's taking a walk or he's getting a hit or he's getting a home run. He's yeah. just he's crushing it. And yeah. and he has a very rare strikeout in his game. Right. And so I think this approach of just being very patient and waiting on something that's in his in his zone is really beneficial to him this season. Yeah. So I think that his patience is really paying off this season. How about another reason for him? Did you see his catch in right field last night? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and what I loved about it was there was no panic, right? Yeah. There, he Very slid calm. in, and then even when he got up, it wasn't a quick show the ump that I got the ball. It was, a, yeah. I got up, took a breath. I got it. And then I threw it back in. And then when he was in Oakland, he was actually dancing to the drums in right field, right? I think what we see in Taylor Ward is a confident baseball player, right? And he was quoted as saying, there there isn't a pitcher that can get me out right now. And he wasn't trying to be judgmental or negative towards pitchers. He He was just saying, here's how I feel, right? And so you see this confident Taylor Ward. And I don't know if it was his position change and being able to know where he's going to play. I think maybe that Mm -hmm. plays into it a bit. I wonder if it maybe has to do with being around Trout. I wonder if it has to do with Upton getting DFA'd so that he could play. Mm -hmm. Or maybe even Madden just saying, like, he's going to be our starting right fielder after he gets off the IL. Yeah. And I think that communicates a lot. Think about it and how it would impact us in just our regularly scheduled lives. If somebody Mm -hmm. came and said, here's what you're going to do, and you're going to be good at it. And we have confidence in you and we Mm -hmm. want you to continue to work hard. And when you make mistakes, you're not going to be thrown off the team and we're going to let you figure it out. That sets you up. I think that that's 95% of what every employee needs, right? Yeah, no kidding. And that's what Taylor has. And so he's got a new batting stance. He's been patient. He's been confident. He's being consistent. He's got a position. I think that's many of the reasons why Taylor Ward's been good this year. Would you say he is on three? One, two, three. Better Better than than Mike Mike Trout. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what bet online, what sort of like prop or odd they would put on him to be the MVP this year. Ooh. Because I think that he's actually on track for that. And there you go. If you're wondering about other props and odds and stats in sports, you can go to betonline.net. It's actually our number one source for all betting stats and sports info, and it can be your number one source as well. They have all the latest sports development, league reviews, news, including the basketball playoffs and, of course, Major League Baseball. BetOnline is a continued source for all sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and actions. BetOnline is where the game starts. Okay, Mike, as we move forward this season, we want to look at ways that the Angels might be able to improve as they move forward because we want this team to be a playoff-bound team. And so far, so good. I know we struggled in this Rangers series, but hey, we are still in second place. We're fighting for that first place spot. We have the same amount of wins as the Astros currently, and so we feel like we're in a really good place. But if we had to put our GM hats on, if we had to be Perry Manassian, and make decisions for this team. How could we improve this team? Would it be through a trade, 
a call up. I'm going to be a broken record and I'm going to say that we have to make a trade. And I think that Mm -hmm. what we've learned in the last three games is that one of the major trades that we have to make is for a bullpen arm. Mm. Here's why. Mm -hmm. Mike Myers coming in in a tie (laughs) game should never be words that come out of my mouth, right? That's not the business. No, it is not the business. And Myers has had a couple of great years, but he has proven that his role, as we talked about Taylor Ward previously, his role is to come in and maybe when they're down by a couple of runs or up by a few runs, and he's holding the game together. His role is not to be a bridge to the extra bullpen pieces, Luke right. or Tapera or even Rysel, right? He just seems like he doesn't handle himself well. It makes you miss Archie Bradley. It makes mm-hmm. you miss Big time. him in that in that starting that starting bullpen, that rotation of, of the Austin back of the Warren bullpen. Right, right now, we really could use Austin Warren. We could use him. I mean, those <laughs> yeah. are the guys that are coming in in last night's game instead of who they actually brought in, right? Correct. And, and so that's why I think they have to make a move for a bullpen piece. They have okay. to make a move for somebody that can come in and be that bridge, be that gap. Obviously, Bradley is going to be healthy, but in those games where like Ollie Ortega wasn't able to pitch because he pitched the night before and mm-hmm. Aaron Loop really wasn't able to throw too many pitches because he pitched the night before. And so mm-hmm. I think that you have uh, an opportunity to go and get somebody and and I think that that's going to be necessary for this team and necessary for our playoff run. So I would start, John, with a trade for the bullpen. I have a trade for the bullpen. Okay. Andrew Chafin from the Tigers. Okay. Okay, he was on the Cubs last season. He got traded to the A's, and then he signed a deal, a one-year deal, for about $6.2 million with the Tigers, and they're struggling right now. Mm-hmm. And so if we had to flash forward a little bit to the trade deadline and see where the Tigers might be, I think Andrew Chafin would be an excellent addition to this bullpen. And here's why. I've got some stats here. And one stat that really jumped out at me, Mike, check this out. Can you guess his ground ball rate on his pitches? Uh, it, it's, it's, you're setting me up here, so it's probably great. <laughs> it's fantastic. 61.9% ground ball rate. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now that's, that's the kind of pitcher you want on the mound especially with the defense of Andrew Velasquez and Tyler Wade and Randone behind you. Man, Andrew Chafin would be an excellent addition to this bullpen and be another bridge to a Aaron Loop or a Rysel Iglesias. He might even be able to shut down a game or two if you really needed him to. Now, is he their closer, or what role does he play for the Tigers right now? He's not their closer, so he is kind of a a setup kind of guy. Okay, And so I think that he would slot in perfectly for the angels so that's somebody that i'm rolling with they call him the sheriff he's got a killer mustache he's (laughs) got like an rv with his family and they live by a lake i think okay (laughs) so he's a he's a a mountain man in a way we need that kooky vibe that's joe madden right he would fit fit right in right in with this team dude yeah and and somehow if he hit a home run he could wear the cowboy hat and i would not even second guess it yeah (laughs) wow Do you have anybody in mind for a trade or maybe even a call-up from the minor leagues? I'm going to blow your mind here. Okay. As we look at how the offense has been scoring in bunches, Uh I wonder if now's the time. You ready? I wonder if now's the time. Hit me. To bring Joe Adele back up. Ah, Right. okay. Because we could have used his bat last night. Now, it doesn't guarantee that he's going to get a hit. doesn't guarantee he's going to hit a home run, right? But Joe Adele's that guy 
that's going to hit something when you least expect it. He's 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 pinch hitting instead of Matt Duffy. Yes, at the end of that game. Absolutely last night. right. One hundred percent. He's like Howie Kendrick from years ago, right? Howie, you you like when he got a hit, you were like, oh. Yeah. All right, Howie. Howie. (laughs) You know? And so I think that maybe he could benefit our team. And Wade played a great left field last night. Don't get me wrong. But with a night off for Brandon Marsh, Joe Adele's in left field. And, you know, he's getting getting a few at-bats and he's pinch hitting. And I think that that might actually be a move that would be a really solid move. Is it time? I think it's time. Time to bring him, bring him on home. Yeah, bring come him on. on home, Joe. Put up the uh, put up the bat <laughs> signal for Joe Adele and and let let him come home. Bring him home. <laughs> That's right. That's right. One thing I forgot to mention in the top of the episode from the game was Joe Madden getting ejected, and it was like, yes, finally. Yes. <laughs> he gave a piece of his mind to CB Buckner, and and when as we were talking about Joe Adele, I thought, oh wait, we didn't talk about Joe Madden getting yeah. ejected. So yeah. Fire up that team, man. Maybe that's firing up the boys. Yeah. And firing up the boys might look like bringing Joe Adele back. So if he had that bat in those late innings last night, it could have been a much different game for sure. I think that you're going to see that maybe happen in the next day or two. I think that you're going to see Joe Adele recalled because I I just think it's time. I think it's time for another shot because what more can he do in AAA? I mean, he's already shown that he's going to crush the ball in AAA and we need him. <laughs> we need him in that, yeah. in that, in that rotation. We need him in the outfield and, and I, let's put up with a few airs so that we can get a, a few home runs. Now, now <laughs> hit record on that. And then you can play it back when I get really upset with him, if he makes a mistake, but old, old takes exposed. On yeah. Twitter. <laughs> Hot takes. Yeah. Hot takes. Yeah. Wow. And of course we, we, without glossing over it, we got to talk about a starting pitcher yep. for this team. Yep. And, I think I go back to wait and see on Shane Bieber. Okay. Wait and see how the Guardians want to handle that. Yeah. Because I'm I'm looking around the league and I see a lot of pitchers that aren't going to move and teams are not going to move them and they're really yeah. good. Right. Uh Pablo Lopez is somebody I was looking at from the Marlins and that guy has just improved every single season. But I don't think the Marlins would let him go because he is the the future of that rotation. Right. And he's he's killing it right now. He's got right. like an under two ERA. And it's like, man, that would be such a great addition. But it seems like a lot of these teams are going to hold on to the guys that they have right now. So all in all, I think that we definitely could use – I'm glad we agree on the, on the bullpen aspect because you can never have too much bullpen help. And like you mentioned the other day, if we get to a playoff game and we're relying on somebody like Thor and Otani – and possibly Patrick Sandoval, and maybe a a fourth pitcher that we trade for, or a Reed Detmers, then we're gonna have to really rely on that bullpen to yeah. get us through the rest of uh, the rest of the playoffs, yeah, so, or the rest of the game. So I really think that the bullpen shaping that up is the move if they can't get a starting pitcher. Hundred percent agree. Well, I think the next move for our listeners <laughs> is to check out the Locked On MLB podcast. Locked On, locked on MLB. With I am just so upset from this game. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, I Mike, had a that's moment. That's all you. I had a moment. You had a moment. <laughs> well, Soli is our friend, Paul Francis Sullivan, and he hosts the Locked, the Locked On MLB podcast, and he brings his unique perspective of Major League's past and present, and it's free, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter at LockedOnAngels. You can also catch Mike and I at Super Halo Bros on Twitter 
and Instagram. Mike, we got a really special episode for tomorrow, don't we? We do. Our friend Lindsey Crosby from the Locked On MLB Prospects pod. That's fun to say. He is going <laughs> to join us and actually tell us all about the Angels minor league system. And it's actually a really fun conversation. So I hope you'll tune in. All right. So we hope you'll uh, tune in tomorrow, whether you're on YouTube or on the audio side and check out that conversation with Lindsey Crosby. Great insight into the Angels minor league system. And he gives some notable names on who to look out for this season and even next season. So until then, my name is John and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother, John. And we'll see you right here tomorrow for more Locked On Angels. Locked On Angels.